Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Education Conversations. Let's welcome our A-team guest, Owen Nkomo, who is an economist and CEO of Nkunzi Wealth Group. We're talking employment in South Africa. Uh, Bob Nkomo, good evening. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, it's been a long time. I was telling Amanda, oh, what a warm, fuzzy feeling I get. I haven't spoken to you in years, and I know this is going to be an exciting conversation. Most definitely. It's been a while, Cece. I'm glad to be back on uh, the show. Now, before we go into the unemployment statistics that have been released for the second quarter of the year, I guess call me about Nkunzi Wealth Group because I'm always keen to hear about what has been happening in Nkunzi Wealth Group and how South Africans can be able to start saving and investing and reaping rewards because I know you don't only invest locally, you're an international company. Yes, thank you so much for that. I mean, we, we are 10 years old this year. Uh, we're excited. We've been doing some amazing things. Uh, and I'm a client there too. They all love what we've been doing for them. And it's going really great. It's been difficult building the business when I just want. But uh, through having an amazing team, hardworking bunch of guys that deserve to be in the seats that they sit in in the business, and having clients that understand that uh, the markets will go up in the markets will go down again at some point, but uh, the ultimate goal being for, for their portfolio values to go up in the long run and for them to pass that on to the next generation. And we've actually started seeing the next generation benefiting from um, um, you know the, the, the investments that their parents have been doing with us uh, you know, during the advent of COVID. Unfortunately, some clients passed on, and you know there was the need, obviously, to pass on the the wealth that we've been creating for their parents. And what I'm really very excited about is the fact that the young guys are embracing the need for continuity in investing in this fund. So we are doing really um, well in a difficult environment. And uh, I think so thanks to all the hard work we put in and, of course, uh, the mighty hands of God. Oh, my goodness. I'm so proud of you. A whole decade already. Uh, unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. But yeah, there's, there's time really flies. There's something that's also unbelievable here is the fact that uh, um, the country's official employment rate fell to 33.9% in the second quarter of this year, uh, down from 34.5%. But overall, unemployment rate has dropped to 44.1%. Where do these 1 million jobs come from? Yeah, look, it's quite a big surprise as well to us. Um, I think that when you when you, when you are in an environment where the economy is not growing, where everything is expensive, where all entrepreneurs are scared to hire the next person, and in fact, they are looking at a way to reduce yet again the headcount in the offices uh, <coughs> outside of doing total restructure of the businesses. It comes as a surprise that, uh, you know, we've got between 650 and a million jobs what that were created in the last quarter, depending on which number you're looking at. So digging into the details then reflects to us that um, most of these jobs were created in the government space. Um, you know, government is the biggest employer in the country. And I think uh, it's very easy for government when they need to do something, uh, they'll, they'll go and hire uh, people out there. For example, there's a big project being done by the Home Affairs Department, you know, to to clean up record-keeping uh, at the department. You know, where they're dealing with the records from all the way, 
uh, in the late 19th century, talking 1890s up to today, where they've gone out and hired thousands and thousands of grads. And I think those numbers uh, will, will, will reflect uh, huge government activity as well, if you're looking at, at the unemployment numbers. But uh, some major sectors, unsurprisingly, contracted, you know, uh, transport contracted, construction contracted. Uh, but we, we, we are thinking that the construction sector will start to pick up given the um, elections for the ruling party structures have finished. We do anticipate that cash is now going to be released and projects are going to start in earnest or to continue in earnest at least. Let's hold it there and take a quick break. We'll be back talking these unemployment uh, rates and uh, how we can anticipate things to move moving forward. 086-000-2032. That's where you can be in touch. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. We are still in conversation with Owen Ngomo, who's an economist and the CEO of Inkunzi Wealth Group. We are looking at the unemployment stats that were released for the second quarter of this year, 2022. Now, if you've got a question or a comment, you can join in on 0614-104107. That's our WhatsApp number or even SMS 41391. To call in studio, you can do so by dialing 086-000-2032. Now, Bamgom. Uh, We've looked at where these uh, jobs have been created, possibly. But for me, it doesn't seem like it's uh, jobs that will be sustained. It's project-based jobs. Or am I looking at things the wrong way? Well, look, m- most of the government jobs, um, you know, government creates jobs in two ways. The government can do direct hire uh, itself, or they can go through the tendering process. And I think what has happened in this case, these numbers are reflecting the government directly hiring people for the various internal projects that the government has got. Um, but away from that, the tendering process for services to be delivered to the government as well as another way in which um, government creates employment. But, but that is not necessarily government. Um, you know, government, it's, it, it only applies in as far as the government is the customer. Um, but the deliverer and the employers are the private sector. Uh, in this case. But in this case, I believe that most of this was done directly by the government. Mm, Okay. And then in terms of entrepreneurs, with these uh, stats, have entrepreneurs really put in um, extra efforts in hiring people? I know with uh, the national lockdown in uh, 2020, a lot of uh, businesses closed, but now things are opening up. But have the entrepreneurs really contributed to the unemployment rate? No, look, I think that they have to a, to an extent, but uh, and most entrepreneurs out there have got their hands tied. Uh, there's just so many things that are, are, are pushing a major tide against us as we try to surf uh, forward, you know, past the COVID environment. And I think that the, the biggest challenge we have is the energy crisis we have in terms of the price of, of fuel, which affects not just the, the traveling side of things, but, uh, you know, manufacturing. Electricity. The higher the cost of electricity of, of, of fuel, um, the more we um, the more we're gonna be paying in terms of electricity because it's an input into electricity. Um, and if you know anyone who's using a metered electricity service, they'll tell you that they feel like uh, <laughs> they should just go back home to the rural areas where mm. there's no, you know, say a couple fifty years ago where there was no electricity in the rural areas because it's extremely expensive. 
Um, and, you know, you've got uh, unemployment being very high. You have got, um, you know, the global economy ever so slowly recovering out of uh, the recent doldrums. You've got the Russian and Ukrainian stalemate. Uh, it's not an environment that says to the normal or the average entrepreneur, go ahead and start expanding, go ahead and start hiring more people. Um, it's, a, it's a kind of environment that says, uh, let's just uh, wait a little bit and observe how things um, look in the next month, in the next quarter, or maybe even in the next, the next year, which, uh, in my humble view, uh, is the reason why most of us are expecting unemployment to go up. Um, surprise, surprise, we we, we, uh, we had a decline in the unemployment number. And I think, as I've said, it's probably seasonal or is the hand of the government at play there. Um, entrepreneurs, they're in debt. They can't pay their debt because their revenues are not yet back at pre-COVID levels. Uh, and if they are, you're, very, you're one very lucky entrepreneur, definitely. Now, here's a message from an A-team, Mama Swabi, in uh, Bloemfontein, saying, come on, says Pat, that's theory. Here on the ground, the high rate of unemployment is still going up. EPW projects are not jobs. Um, you can make money for a wedding. Even tomorrow, people are still going to lose their jobs due to strikes or shutdowns. And uh, th- that's the reality that people are facing, um, Owen, that on the ground, it does not translate as jobs for those who have been unemployed for a long time. Yeah, no, it it actually is the case. And if you look at today's numbers, um, one thing you're seeing as well is that, surprisingly, the people that have given up looking for work are starting to look for work once again. So they're back in the labor market. Um, and that obviously has got an impact uh, when, you, when, you, when you assess the numbers. Ideally, when you've got more people looking for work and there's fewer jobs, the unemployment number increases even higher you know, you're talking about uh, 40s, you know, going to the 40s, 44%, if you check out the people that have been uh, that are dejected and not actively looking for work. And certainly on the ground, it would feel like there's no work or there's no job being created. Um, and this is why I'm saying that these, these numbers have to be looked at with, um, with a pinch of salt if we're not delving too deep into the numbers. Uh, sustaining these numbers, where in a quarter you've got 650,000 plus people being employed, will be quite amazing, right? Because it will mean that in the next uh, three quarters, if you keep this number up, you're going to have employed not of, um, you know, um, not of, of, of 2.4 million people, which I don't believe has happened. And I don't believe this environment that we're in at the moment can sustain that kind of growth. You need to see the GDP growth numbers coming in not of 3 to 5% percent for us to see um, such a sustained growth in, in, in employment in the country. Mm. Now, Owen, uh, let's wrap this conversation up. Uh, how do our A-teamers get in touch with you um, at Nkunzi Wealth? Uh, give us those details, and then we'll go to a voice note before we close. All right, so um, we've got a, a, a website, which is ingziwealth.co.za. Uh, we've got our, our office in, in, in Sandhurst on uh, 41 Rivonia Road. Uh, we've been there for about a year now. And I am on Owen or rather, I'm in, on Twitter. I'm at uh, at Owen Nkomo on Twitter. Um, and on Facebook, I'm on at Owen Senzangakona Nkomo. But uh, I think the website is, is a decent uh, starting point because it then gives you the other contact details. And I, 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 I'm glad to say that we should be able to help most of the people that do reach out to us. Uh, I know people are listening because they're stressed out and worrying about 
what tomorrow brings for them. And talking about the strike, when I'm doing it, I'm not sure. If Santaco hasn't said there's a strike, Whew, yeah. I don't believe there's a strike. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not even going to comment on that one, Owen. As buge, loge si buge le kwa manje. Suzobono gen zigala eksasa kuti guskipelani. Thank you so very much for joining us. I need to go to the news, but after the break, I'll play the voice notes. So if you could just tune in and hear the comments from our A-teamers. Oh, great stuff. Thank you so much. And thank you very much. That was Owen Ngomo, economist and CEO of Ngunzi Wealth Group. It's 11 o'clock on the dot. Let's go to the news with Mudupi Mahalimela. Mudupi, hola.